You know, it's our second week of Lent, and it is a new week for us to dare to see and listen to our belovedness from the voice of one who calls us beloved. And so that's what we're going to do as we enter into this experience of Lectio Divina, this type of spiritual listening, the spiritual reading, this spiritual way of really considering the heart of the matter, the very depths of our soul, if we would allow it. So, let's go into Matthew 3.17 and listen to the voice of the one who also calls us beloved. For any friendship to deepen, there are essential characteristics that need to be in operation. And I think we would all agree with that. And I believe that we could probably think of different essential characteristics. But I do think that on most people's lists, one such characteristic would be listening. Because real friends listen to each other really listen. And this is true in the relationship we have with God, with love himself. And it is a vital ingredient in our spiritual formation. And so that's why I use Lectio Divina. It's one of the best ways for us to practice listening to God. And it's through that special kind of Bible reading that's literally divine reading, but it's better translated as spiritual reading. And it's a very ancient way. And so what we find is a connection to those in the past that have lived lives desiring to connect deeply on a level of friendship with God. And so that's what I want us to do, is to listen deeply and not complicate it. There's nothing to force. And so we're going to begin with the first movement, and that is silence. Just silencing yourself, knowing that the noise will still be there, but that little by little there's a centeredness that you can find. And so that's a place of welcome. It's kind of stepping into the door of great hospitality. And once you have stepped through the door, then reading is where we will begin to engage even further. And it's just one verse, Matthew 3.17. And if you've already downloaded the Lent coloring devotional, you can of course utilize that as we go through these moments, these steps, and they're really not steps, they're, they're more like these, these movements whereby there is a, a sense of going into these different places that invite us to understand more about God's heart and 
us being his affectionate ones. Um, and so let's listen. I'll read. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And I'm going to read it again, and I'll emphasize a few words. See what resonates with you. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. As you then begin to allow your heart, your mind to reflect, I want you to consider what word or words, what phrase took hold of you and allow it to become primary. And if your mind should wonder don't fight it. Really what happens here is an opportunity for you to bring even those thoughts into the primary word or primary phrase that is capturing your heart that you can allow it to be informed by that very attention that you're giving to those words that have accosted your heart. You can write them down or write that word down and let it begin to sink deep into your heart and allow yourself to repeat it over and over because in this very place is where it will lead you to respond as you move toward a prayerful response. What do these words mean to you? What is love speaking to your heart through the words or the word and hold that as you ponder it in your heart because our next movement is going to bring us toward this place where after we have read and reflected and even asked questions to help us navigate through the words and the images, now we can draw these thoughts into our heart and make personal responses. This is our prayer. It's where you tell God what's on your heart. You offer a prayerful response of love, of thankfulness. Maybe it's petitioning, you know, asking or interceding because it's brought someone to your mind. And it's okay to sit in silence, to write a prayer, to even draw a picture Remember, actively responding doesn't have a right or wrong. It just needs to be something very true in the moment that you're in. And as you're considering that, I want to share one of the words that spoke deeply to my heart, and that is the word voice. There are so many voices. And the voices that we listen to the most, we will be absolutely persuaded about what they're speaking. And so we have to really look at the voices that are coming to us. And this voice 
is a voice from heaven, a voice that is of love, of kindness, of nurture. Consider that. Now let's move into the next and last movement, rest. This is where we can become inactive and just simply dwell with love as his beloved. This may not come easy and it may take patience and discipline. Simply be still for a moment and allow the Lord to love you, to continue etching on your heart the words he has given you through this process of Lectio Divina. This is a prayer of presence and is a movement from conversation to communion. Remember, his word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. I'm really thankful that you decided that this was worth your time to bring into yourself and to affirm whatever truth he's speaking directly to you. Thank you. Shalom and remember to rest, relinquish, and receive and repeat it for this is what truly will anchor you as you consider all that you already have in light of all that you desire even more. I decided to do a little bonus and I actually didn't mention it beforehand. So if you're still with me and listening, thank you. What I want to invite you to do is now that we have gone through Lectio Divina, I want you to live the readings. In other words, to flesh out those very prayers and your current devotion so that there's action that you can take to make those words incarnate, so to speak, because of what God has been revealing to you. And so when we look at this whole idea of living the readings, it's part of the creative process. It's part of a redemptive creative process. And so Lectio Divina, when you engage in it, you're engaging in an activity that's truly opening you up to connect between God's presence as he discloses your identity, your identity and births your ideas and deep desires. And I talk a little bit more about the creative process and those meaningful connections on my blog. And I'll put a link in for you so that you can go there if you desire to learn further. And so, with all of that being said, I just invite you to continue engaging in Lectio Divina as a steady progress in your creative process, which inevitably 
will require practice so that it becomes a lifestyle, if you so desire. Shalom, until we speak and meet soul to soul and heart to heart, let the enjoyment of your life be something that woos you to see God's love for you in the small, the large, and in between. All right, carry on.